I am delighted to have you here for this round of 30 episodes for season 3. It has been a hot minute since I started this podcast and I have always wanted to have a nice balance of interviews and solo episodes so that you can really see the behind the scenes, what it, ta- what it is like to be in the trenches and create this online course of yours that you have always wanted. But this time, my friend, I decided to quit this tradition and I have recorded 30 short 5 to 10 minute episodes full of hands-on and easy to implement strategies and practical advice that you can use to really fix your course or create one right off the bat. Without further ado, let's dive in. Season 3 of the Teacher Obvious podcast is sponsored by Course Launch Accelerator, my signature offer that helps you break away from the coaching rut, which is the one-on-one coaching packages where you sell pockets of your time. It is what keeps most impact-driven business and mindset coaches like you trapped in their own business. It might be you feeling trapped then I'm inviting you to check out Course Launch Accelerator, my signature offer that shows you what it really takes to create a leveraged offer that will grow your business in a simple and sustainable way. Say no to burnout and enroll in the link in the description below. Okay, so you have found your course platform. Maybe you have watched the previous videos and you saw how to go about choosing a course platform from the point of view of technical integrations whatnot and then there you are wanting to upload your course content different bits and pieces but you are not sure how to customize it in order for your students to feel it easy to follow through to be motivational to be transformational as much as your coaching sessions so if this is what you're thinking about then this is for you. So basically, what you need to focus on when you start um, arranging your course content into a course to be uploaded to your course platform, then you have to be very mindful of three very distinct things, right? One of them is that your students need to understand why they have to learn what they have to learn to solve their problems. So you have to create a context, right? Creating a context is something that gives them navigational points or checkpoints so that they understand what are the, you know, the limits of this course. What is it that they can expect from the course? What is it that they can expect from you as an instructor or the course creator? And what are the different bits and pieces that that are their own responsibilities, right? So how you can go about that? One of the most important uh, things is to give them a meta-learning section. It sounds very woo-woo, juju, whatever you want to call it, but there's nothing easier than that. Uh, For that to happen, you need to give them a chance to learn how to learn your course, right? So what it is is that uh, they need to allocate in terms of resources to go through your course. 
One resource that we do not want to predict is time because everybody has a different pace in learning. But what you can really tell them that if they devote a certain amount of time every day or every week, then they will be able to cover approximately that much course content, right? So basically you can say, this is a 12 week long course, but you never know what's gonna happen during those 12 weeks. And if you drip the course, then it might be that the person uh, loses motivation or whatever happens and then they won't be able to come back. But there you can add another resource to that uh, meta learning section. If you feel you uh, need further assistance, then you can go to this, go to that, or you can create habits around coming back to the course. So these are the, the first things you need to understand. You have to create a meta-learning uh, section to your course, most preferably at the very beginning of the course into a welcome section, which will allow your students to understand what resources they have to allocate, both emotional, mental, time, financial, or other resources that they need to use, depending on the course topic. And then that should also uh, have a section in um, about habit forming activities, right? So this is the first very important bit of the three that I promised you at the very beginning. The second very important thing, once you have this meta learning section, so they have a context of how to go about the course, then you want to give them a chance to understand how it is going to be uh, useful for them and useful in terms of how they can implement it easily. And you can definitely want to include real life scenarios and task-based or project-based assignments so they understand what theory, what strategy, what process looks like what in real life, right? So for instance, if you teach sales and you want to give them uh, confidence in using your scripts, then you want to include uh, role plays, yes? But the, the context for the role plays are going to be typical of their industry. So this is why it's very important for you to have a very specific niche for the course, even a narrower niche for your course, than your coaching uh, niche, so to say, because real life scenarios are very niche specific, right? Or if you teach um, confidence, let's say, we know that different situations require different attitudes and different beliefs so that we can tap back into them and become confident. So then you need to be able to refer to those real life scenarios that should promote the implementation of those tools and resources that you teach, right? So this was the second most important thing, that you want to include project-based real-life scenario assignments that are going to help them understand all the theoretical uh, presentations or all your thought process 
And then, this is also called bridging, by the way. So when you bridge theory to uh, application, that is called in instructional design bridging. So you bridge the theory to their real-life um, cases. And thus, they understand how to do that, how to go about that. Then, the third bit uh, and piece is that you have to give them a chance within the course platform that they um, can use as a crutch, okay? So in the first bit, I talked about how they can learn your course, and uh, that is the meta-learning part or the welcome section or the habit-forming activities. But we also know that if we offer a comprehensive course that is going on for at least four weeks, then the habit-forming activities have not set in, right? But we want them to use what they learn from us on a daily basis over and over again because it is going to help them get to their uh, goal to solve a specific problem, to become more confident, to find their uh, sales uh, mojo in their business or to... Um, create an offer that they really feel aligned with, whatever our niche is or whatever our special juice is, we need to understand that until uh, the students have a habitual um, application of what we teach, even if it's a one-on-one -on -one setting, we need to be able to provide them with crutches that they can fall back on whenever something happens. Life is messy, learning is even messier, so we need to be able to provide them with crutches. What can you use in uh, that case? Reward-based feedback. So whenever they hit a certain milestone, they will be able to unlock certain rewards. And these can be like a 15-minute call with you if you really want, you know, your personal uh, magic to work on them. Or if you know that, for instance, in Course Launch Accelerator, I know that once you have a detailed enough outline, a curriculum for your course, then you will start to create workbooks. But I want you to have it branded so that you have all, you know, the, the nitty gritty sorted out for you and you just have to copy and paste certain uh, exercises and bits and pieces that you have chosen for, from a longer list of things that you have gone through by the end of that module in, um, or phase in Course Launch Accelerator. So once you get that reward, then there's a clutch. You don't need to start and create the whole workbook thing. You don't need to, or for instance, once you go through the technicalities and you figure out what course platform you want to use because that integrates well with your already existing systems and processes, then you are able to just go to the platform because it, all, it is all set up for you, branded, whatever, so you don't need to put extra effort into moving forward with your course creation process. So this is something you can also figure out for your own course. What is it that if your students hit certain milestones, then you give them support to go on to or move forward with your course, right? With that said, bear in mind you have these three very distinct pieces that you have to consider when you are setting up your course platform uh, to meet your students' expectations. 
And thus, you have to be able to create a learning experience that promotes a healthy, motivational, accountability kind of uh, atmosphere in your course for your students. And then they will follow through. I promise they will follow through. If this was something beneficial for you, then I want you to share this uh, with the bestie you have and bounce back ideas how you could uh, create a, a learning experience like this. And if you need more help, just hit me in my DMs. I'm always there and I'm more than happy to discuss it with you. Thank you for tuning in to the Teacher Obvious podcast that gives tips and tricks to online course creators on how to build a course that their students love. If you know a fellow course creator who seeks to improve course completion rates along with student retention rates, then invite them over. In case you'd add something to this episode, leave a comment as your feedback is highly appreciated. Do you like what you've just listened to? Then please rate this podcast so that it helps to spread faster. Make sure you subscribe so that you get notified when the new episode drops next Monday.